and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 148 <laughs> of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And you know what helps when you record an episode is to hit the record <laughs> button. We're supposed to just smooth on over that. I'm, this is more fun. Today we're going over season 7, episode 16, Death Knell, a.k.a. Me, a.k.a. Null, a.k.a. We don't know how to properly pronounce this word, <laughs> a.k.a. It's Sam time. It's Sam time. What's your a.k.a.? Um... Sam Guyver. <laughs> yes. My AKA is just singing. Which we proved last episode that, I love that. of course I know the theme of to MacGyver. AKA, of course, Nixie knows the MacGyver theme. <laughs> Guys, I had a sip or two of this drink and it is in my brain. So for the um for our Patreon followers for and the video before this, uh, I taught you how to make a death name, which is the drink that I have just started making myself, mm-hmm. um, which I felt fit this episode really nicely. Yeah. And it's just it's a lot of whiskey. It's whiskey. And some did you hear me say whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> As I would make most of my drink, it is spirit forward. <laughs> yes. Because I like a strong drink. We, we like to say hi to our spirits. Um, you might yeah. want to. Do you want to put some uh, ginger ale in that guy? No, I'm going to tough it out. Do it. I'm good. I'm, I'm, Listen, if Sam can tough out the wilderness, exactly. you can tough I'm out a drink. I'm just going to learn not to chug it. Okay, don't <laughs> chug it. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to last you. Yeah. Okay. Written and directed by Peter Dalloways. Yes. Previously, Previously on Stargate, do you remember how the Tok'ra and the Jaffa basically hate each other's guts with an undying passion that not even a common enemy could overcome? Nothing can come Since they have basically irrevocable, that's a word, right? Differences in fight styles, in how they go about doing what they need to do. Everything they do in life is is, is different from each other. Yes. They solve problems in a very different way. This is how I make the episodes different. Last episode, the hair was up. This episode, my hair is down. Both episodes, my hair is underneath a hat. Okay. So um, that's the last of that. And also the Predivators uh, and also a weird energy tesseract all caught up. <laughs> awesome. So at the new, new, new Alpha site. The new, new York. New, new. Yeah. Thank you for the doctor, getting that Doctor Who <laughs> yeah, reference. Uh, there's Jacob is just sort of passive aggressively grumping away his rounds. He's just being cranky old man. He's being cranky old man. He's annoying that things have moved since he last worked at the old office site, and the kids need to get off of his lawn. He is very passive aggressive. He's like, "Have you seen this thing?" Which actually he means, "Did you move my thing?" Uh huh. And he just wants to be effective. Like yeah. this prototype should have been done weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Sam goes, "It's fine." It's finished and done. It's just not finished, finished. Yeah. They've only had the Tesseract for a month. Which I will say that if I had not had coffee, that would annoy me too. Yeah, we learned that Mr. Grumpy Pants hasn't had his coffee this morning because apparently Selmec doesn't like coffee. So Jacob gave it up. Selmec's going to have to just... Buckle yeah. up, buddy. I don't give a shit if my symbiote friend doesn't like coffee. Uh-huh. He's not the functioning host body. 
The functioning host body needs it. Look, I would be host body needs coffee. I would be willing to give him a compromise where it's like, fine, I'm gonna do an espresso. It's gonna be real quick. We're yeah, push it through. That's fine, and and I I will take it down from a entire pot of coffee a right. day to a single super strong coffee. But none day. coffee. I don't know that I could work that way. No, we pretty much. Everyone around me has an understanding that you put coffee in my hand first thing in the morning and you just don't talk to me for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that I have a reliance on coffee Mm -hmm. and that's okay. I accept this. See, and I I do this fun deceiving thing where I can wake up because my routine is wake up, uh, put clothes on, brush teeth, put contacts in, walk a stormy. Yeah. And then I come in and do breakfast and coffee. There's this assumption that I'm fine in the mornings. But no, I have a like reserve that I'm using every morning. Mm hmm. That if I hit a certain hour yeah. and I've come back from my walk and there's no coffee and you're talking to me, it's like, oh, no. Don't, don't. The reserve's gone. Yeah. I use that reserve to I, walk a storm. I will say there's many mornings that I go out for a run uh-huh. in the morning before my coffee. Yeah. But again, I'm not talking to people. That's what I mean. Like, there's certain... And honestly, I go for my run so early that I'm not really conscious yet. Yes. Yeah, that is exactly like the stormy walk. I'm not necessarily I'm not sure human. of my surroundings. The only person who can put Don't up. Don't worry, with me guys. Is I the run stormy. in a very safe manner. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> um, okay, so just then the alarms go off. There, the alpha site is under attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresh face red shirt McGee comes in. <laughs> The whole gang's bugging uh, out. Ships have just entered the atmosphere and they're evacuating to the beta site. Also, bugging out is not a word I knew was a professional. I don't know word. if it is. Like he just got real slangy with his superiors. Listen, there. he just watched the movie that I always forget the name of, where they fight with Neil Patrick Harris and they fight the bugs. Oh, with yeah, it's Starship the, Troopers. Thank you. Yeah. So I always forget the name of it, but I always <laughs> reference it. Um, and can I ask why they're doing this research at the Alpha site? Right. Why not do this back on the site site? Like, we wouldn't have any of the problems in this episode if we weren't doing this research. This seems like SGC research. Maybe. Well, because this was originally on the first site, right? Not necessarily, no, because they, the reason they had to move from the original Alpha site is because Jonas had his mind fucked with. Right. And so they had to find a new base. And we learned the methods they went through to secure this one. And they've only had the Tesseract for a month. I wonder. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be sure a reason a you reason. can't bring it back to Earth. Maybe it was the risk of someone finding it. I. Th- it's just, to me, one of those, like, you could have put one line in here. Because mm-hmm. the entire episode, I'm going, why? Or maybe the SGC has grown so big that it's like, literally, there's no room in here. I don't know. It seems like a giant base for just one thing that they're It doing. seems like it just it should be done in Sam's lab. That's fair. Um, but we have credits then. Mm-hmm. So in the gate room, the alarms are going off there as well. It's been 20 minutes after the evacuation order was called at the Alpha site. Ah, and they have ah, ah. no idea what happened to Jacob, Sam, or yeah. like there's 90 people missing. Uh-huh. That's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people. And to try to keep this place secret, they brought in the gate from another planet. To oh, this planet. So, I don't think I fully understood that. Yeah, so that's how... This gate isn't even on any map. 
This planet doesn't have any map because they brought a gate there and, like, gave it a new address. Did they gate the gate there? How do you... (laughs) Can you fit a gate inside another gate? I don't think you can. (laughs) They don't fold. Uh, No, the the Tok'ra ship brought it there. Fair. But how much fun would it be to gate to a try gate? to fit a gate through a gate? You gotta gate through the gate. It's like the it's like the magic trick with the rings. Maybe in the future <laughs> we will see a gate that will fit a stargate through it. That sounds dirty. Mm. <laughs> I'm in. So Walter is able to get um, a lock onto the Alpha Side address, and they send Melpy through. Melpy. When Melpy gets there to the other side. He fell down a hole. He's so brave. He's so brave. And Melpy is more and more like Wally to me every He's time I see him. He's brave little Melpy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Um, but the Stargate's laying face down, so the Kawoosh made a hole, which is what the Melp fell into. Yeah. So, you know, that's fine. They'll bring a power source. They can manually die home if they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a perfect foxhole. They're under fire, and Hammond gives them a go. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. What else can we do? <laughs> and it doesn't... Like, it doesn't... Hitting the ground, no matter how close it is, has got to hurt. Because you're going through the Stargate. It's got to be disorienting. You're going yeah. through the Stargate, and then you're automatically rotating 90 degrees and falling. Yeah, it's like you're you're walking into a burpee. Yeah. That you don't come back up from. Listen, no one should do burpees. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Look and listen to steal a line. <laughs> burpees suck. Yeah. Uh, if you like burpees, you're not human. So, you know what? Teal probably likes burpees. Well, he's only sort of human. He's only a little human. Um, so, when they, they get up, they climb out, and the whole area is one big crater. Uh-huh. Uh, there is nothing left, and they assume this was the auto-destruct. Yeah, it's, shit's hit the fan here. We're aware of because this. Because Jack has a good point. It's a single radius explosion, which I like that it's a single it was one bomb that did this it's yeah. not like there's multiples it's weird yeah that means that they blew this shit up single radius that's cool sometime later sg3 arrives and they go and start looking for survivors mm-hmm. so we see the search and it's just burnt wreckage trees down smoke tilt does find a piece of predator armor yes so jack tells a clue a clue uh, Jack tells the SG-3 that the noise is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. They go on high alert, as they should, mm-hmm. and it does not take them long before they find a gaggle of Alpha Site survivors. Yeah. Yay. There's only 12 of them. They're not in good shape. Many of them are hurt. He radios to Jack, but Sam is not with them, nor is Jacob. That's got to be a tough thing to say. I, I was wondering about the way he says it he's like does i think he says unfortunately no Mm -hmm. but i feel like that's even more put together than i would be able to get out i think i would just be like no yeah no sir just no just rip the band-aid off yeah so jack radios hammond and he's they're working on getting the gate uprights and hammond Mm -hmm. is sending sg 11 and 21 but for some reason that means that there's going to be a delay before they can send more help for the search and I don't really understand why. Well, it sounds like I've got to focus my people on... I can't send everyone through because there's loose predators. So I have to focus my energies on getting the wounded out. Well, and see, I almost thought that there was some reason of... We're working on getting the Stargate upright, which may take some time. Yeah. So there's going to be a delay. Well, and yeah, maybe the traffic trying to get through. I think that whole thing sort of was a little... 
It's a little nebulous. Yes. But. Good word. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Good word. (laughs) So as the boys continue to search, they run across Jacob. Mm. His leg is pinned under a fallen tree. It's a pretty sick wound. It's a pretty bad wound. Yeah. Uh, Only to be outdone by Sam's leg wounds later. Uh, He hands him a modified T-E-R. Which is the modified fancy weapon. Oh, got it. Got um, it. Th- that's the one, remember, that we could see the Ritu? We could see the invisible guys? Oh, yes. Yes. That's, they've modified that, and they're they're adding on sort of the power unit that they've sort of hijacked from the Tesseract. Yeah. They're just basically Frankensteining the best weapons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the power unit that he has in this one is the original. It's not as powerful as the one that Sam has. Right. And only has a couple shots left. Yeah. But they don't know where she is or even if she's alive. And again, part of me says this whole episode could be solved if you just put a low jack on your team members. Yep. But also, and, and like part of me going, well, that'd be a giant invasion of privacy. Okay, but. like, but those people, these people aren't everyday people. No. Pretty sure they'd rather be able to be found. Remember when we lost Jack? But also I go... Eh, that might be really easy then for the enemies to figure out how to yeah, track your people, and that would be super bad. That's very true. So I guess we shouldn't put a GPS on our people. Or should we? Like, I'm still on the fence. I know. I'm still on the fence. I know, but if the alpha site was detected... If there was a way for them to disable their own GPS device... My thing is that if somehow secretly... The enemy or the Gould or Anubis right, was able to track and it. then you didn't know Shit, it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I know. Got it. So they get Jacob through the gate. It's a bad wound, but nothing Selmac can't handle. <laughs> Jacob has no idea how Anubis found out where the Alpha site was. Nope. But if he survived the blast, the Predator did as well. Yeah, and we know that he's serious because he called Hammond George. Yeah. <laughs> it's either a really good or a really bad thing. Yeah. We're never not quite sure. So there's also basically nothing that would work against their armor except kinetic energy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, can't ignore physics. I love that. Um, he's like, kinetic energy, huh? Siler, prepare my missile-laden UAV! So giant giant bombs? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it, because I feel like that's basically what Jam- Hammond says. Yeah. It's like, so giant bombs. Got giant it. bombs? Good, I can translate. Bigger weapons, got it. Bigger. <laughs> exactly. I didn't see Peter DeLuise in this episode, but that's my Peter DeLuise. I like it. Bigger. (laughs) Um, So sometime later in the briefing room, Major Green has been called in. Who was the guy he right. that was the leader, current leader, who we found with the 12. Right. Um, he's not necessarily in trouble, but the fact is that there was a major breach in security and the Pentagon wants answers because, of course, yep. they do. He he tells what happened. It's fairly standard. The Stargate was hit by an Alcash, which is why that went down. And Colonel Riley ordered a self-destruct since there was sensitive material on base. Yep. There's nothing unusual over the past couple days, but Hammond wants a list of everyone, Jaffa, Tokra, human, who's come and gone through mm-hmm. that Stargate in the past 48 hours. Well, yeah, so clearly someone's hiding something. Someone's, there's a mole. Some shit's at the fan. Well, and I, the thing, and I think what, to me, sort of ends at the episode is no one purposely gave away the alpha site. I don't think there was a mole in any way. But that's the that's the thought. But that's the thought. They, that's yeah. what they have to rule out at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's very much like 
the seven Harry Potters scene. Yes. Where it's like, somebody gave us away. The shit's at the fan. The shit's mm-hmm. at the fan. Someone here is not trustworthy. When yeah. actually, that's not how it went down at exactly. all. I've been listening to a lot of binge mode, and they finally got <laughs> I'm to... very far behind you on binge mode. It's it, it's the best. I'm still in Goblet Fire. It's okay, because it takes them a while to get through episodes. still my favorite book and movie. It's pretty good. I People can argue and fight me all you want. I think Half-Blood Prince continues to be my best, my favorite. Yeah, there's something, I don't know, there's just something about Goblet of Fire that I like. Yeah. And it makes me happy. Maybe it's the horrible hairstyles that they all have in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very grand. Yeah. It's big and it's grand and schools. It's, and I, it's also, yeah, I like the sportsy of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I like how there's the front scenes and then there's the underlying still saga yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, there's and, a little bit of love and romance. And it's, and, it's, yeah. it's very swashbuckly. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. So backtracking. Mm-hmm. Back, comma, tracking. Like... Ranger Teal'c <laughs> has gone Aragorn. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of Lord of the Rings reference. There are a couple of Lord of the yes. Rings episodes in this one. <laughs> He's found Sam's footprints. Um, you know, Hobbit went this way. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and then they have, you, you have the Ringwraith tracks behind it. So that's not good. And I love, can we talk for a brief moment uh-huh. about Teal'c's gun purse, purse gun. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where we're going, but I love this. I know they can't everyone can use P90s right now because of real life reasons. But I this it's like a grenade launcher thing. Uh-huh. But he's he's holding it like in it's a, a messenger bag. You know purse. what? He's very effective. He is. He's all about practicality. <laughs> what works? A backpack is too far to reach. Easily. But it's it's not like it's clipped like like the P90 is. No. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Nice little baggie. Because he's also got his lunch in there. Maybe some donuts. I have a hunch that Teal'c would really get into baking. He would get into baking and would be good at it. Because he'd be super scientific about it. Mm-hmm. So, in the infirmary, Jacob's leg is, you know, getting better. Some X just a bit slow right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Daniel didn't come here about his leg, though. Sure. But the truth is, is that Jacob doesn't know anything more about Sam than what he already said. And I'm like, Daniel, why would you go there and think that Jacob has information on Sam that he hasn't told you yet? Because his spidey senses are tingling. But yeah, no, you're right. The thing is, Daniel knows something weird's going on. I think all that this is, is a prompt for us to get into the flashback and they just needed something to get there. Yeah, yeah, but I will say, I think it works. If, because there's clearly something weird going on, somebody knows something they shouldn't know, Daniel's going to start with the easiest inroad. But I I think the thing is, is that there can be a way, it's just somehow the way that he's like, you know more about what happened with Sam. But in reality, we don't find anything new in this flashback. We don't. We don't. And I don't know that Daniel actually thinks that he will. But so we've already made it clear that we were found out. Yeah. Um, We've been found out, which means somebody got information out somehow. And he's like, if anybody's going to be able to persuade people to talk, if by any chance Jacob's got info, this is how to get it. Then again, it's just the question that was posed was different than that one. Right. So that's why I was like, I think it was just 
the wrong question was asked. Yeah, yeah. But we do, we do go into a flashback, which is fun. Uh-huh. Sam doesn't want to leave um, for the attack until she gets her backup information, wipes the computer, etc. And the poor red shirt is yelling that oh, they've yeah. got to go. Oh, like he goes out. Right as they're leaving, he goes out, man. Oh. <sighs> Shots are fired like through the Like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. <laughs> and the red Yikes. shirt goes down. Uh, and Jacob fires the fancy weapon and it slows him down, but mm-hmm. not by much. No. So they run together to towards the woods and the hills. And most likely it's still following her, Jacob says. Because yeah. of all the gin joints in all the world, oh, why yeah. did the Predator had to walk into that right. one? Right. There's something about this... I know that Sam's in trouble and yeah. she's being chased by the Predator, but we've gotten so secure in who Sam is and that she yes. can get out of things, especially very recently mm-hmm. um, with the um, the episode where she's on the ship by herself. Grace. There's just a, a couple of other things where yeah. you just trust that Sam can handle it in a way that I didn't feel when Daniel got lost in yeah. South America, I did not feel as secure as I feel in this moment. And what I really like is because we are so confident and we are so sure and we have no worries about Sam taking it. Fan. But she can hit the fan, but it is nice to go. And her dad knows that she's going to make it through, yeah. but it's still her dad. Yeah, it's a sense of like, look, if anyone will make it through this. It's Sam. It's Sam, but it, and I know but she's going to make it through. But also, that's my little girl. And what if she doesn't? Yeah. Exactly. That's my little girl. Because regardless of if, if it's uh, Jacob and Selmak together, it's still Jacob's little girl. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's still a father, you uh-huh. know, and his daughter is yep. out in the woods being hunted. Literally hunted. <laughs> Literally yeah. hunted. Yikes. Um, But... It, Jacob basically right now thinks Anubis somehow knew that the weapon was at the office site and specifically the weapon was in that room. Yep. Which is why I think that they think that maybe there was a mole. That's when the mole conversation is real. Yeah. To me, I think it's much more likely that Anubis fucked with someone's brain. Oh, yeah. Like, even yeah. if there is a mole, it's not on purpose mole. It's not on purpose That's mole. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back at the gate room, Siler has the UAV ready to go, and Mazel, the Jaffa leader, has uh-huh. been cleared through medical to be, be debrief, debriefed. Mm-hmm. So they do. He doesn't understand why he's being questioned. You know, if you want to know who betrayed you, go ask the Tok'ra. Right. Real trust. Well, and the thing is, here's the truth, though, about this, is the Jaffa always work with this sense of straightforwardness. Yes. And the Tok'ra, to their benefit and to our benefit, work in the subterfuge. Exactly. They're like little finger, if you will. Which is why when I said, like, them working together, they can't. I truly think that there is a, a reason as to why they cannot work together. Yeah. They go about their objectives in the most opposite and oil and water way yeah. as possible. Which is which is why I understand Daniel's frustration. It's like, don't you see that because of this, yes. you're great together? Exactly. But it's so different. It's so opposite of each other's core. Which is why you would say having a Tauri in the middle would be helpful. of the sandwich... A we can be the, sandwich. the little the little sandwich, and we can be the gooey center. Yeah, that brings them together. 
But peanut butter gelatin. Peanut butter gelatin. <laughs> but yeah, as, as shitty as 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 this is meant to be, as sick of a burn as yeah. this is meant to be, it's like, well, I get why. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he does say that the Tok'ra are without honor. Burn. Mm hmm. That one's tough. He he goes. Look, they have people in Olokan's ranks. Uh huh. I'm gonna mispronounce that name this entire episode. I kept Don't saying worry. Omicron. I'm gonna call it Omicron Percy I eight. Yeah, that's exactly what my brain. Okay, is. so in Omicron Percy I eight's ranks. <laughs> um, but they're doing. Even though they have a spy in there, they're doing nothing to stop the slaughter of all the Jaffa. Right. Like, the Tok'ra spy could assassinate Omicron, no problem. Yeah. But he doesn't. And Hammond's like, look, we don't know. How do you know they have a spy there? Yeah. He goes, yeah, well, if they're saying they don't have a spy there, they're lying to you, dude. Yeah, that's true. There's no proof of this. No. But also, I mean, the Jaffa don't just make shit up. They don't. Again, they live off this idea of truth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very straightforward. That's just they're, who I they mean, are. they're Klingons. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> Reality, they're, if you want to make the analogy, they're the Klingons yeah. of the Stargate world. Yeah, if my brain went D&D, so I'm like, they're barbarians. They're barbarians. Yeah, there's yeah. like they don't work in deception. They don't no. work in, they're not rogues. Everything is honor-based. Yeah. They are yeah. an honor-based society, and lying has no honor. Yeah, that's fair. So the gate logs show that Mazel sent a group of Jaffa out 24 hours before it was att- before the Alpha site was attacked, mm-hmm. and they haven't reported back. So Hammond's like, if they were captured by Anubis... They fuck. Mazel's like, I'm going to stop you right there, mm-hmm. because no Jaffa would succumb to torture. And Hammond's like, well, I'm going to stop you right there, and say that he doesn't have to torture them, he can just He can just take their shit, them. yeah. Yeah. There's no stopping that either, which is the crap part. Yeah. And Mazel goes into some spiel about how the Jaffa never got to choose their own masters. He just wants to offer the Jaffa who serve Omicron the choice to finally blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is great. And it's a very good little spiel. Has jack shit to do with the situation at hand. Yeah. It's really just he's finally speaking up about what he's really angry about. Yes. It's really not about anything other than like, look... I think my people deserve a fair shake. He's prepping himself for the argument later in the episode. Yeah. yeah. He's he's already has ulterior motives. Yeah. Back at the Alpha site, Jack and Teal radio to Hammond. They found Sam's tracks and they're heading east into the hills. So Hammond's going to send the UAV over in that direction. Sam on the run. Sorry. <laughs> Sam, Sam on, on the run. run. <laughs> we finally get to see Samwise Gamgee in a reaction <laughs> very similar to the Fellowship of the Ring. Hiding oh, yeah. in the hollow of the tree as the wraith goes by <laughs> smelling the air. It's pretty appropriate. Um, she, I do like her slick back hair. I know yeah. she's supposed to look grimy and dirty. But she looks good. It's very good. It's very Eleven on Stranger Things. It is. <laughs> um, she's all. bleeding something bad, though. Oh, she yeah. has a major leg wound. Mm-hmm. It's not not an ideal situation. So Jacob is up and around with Kane. He checks with Hammond for any news on Sam. Mm-hmm. There's nothing yet. Not a thing. But um, but there's no one tougher or more resourceful than Sam. And on Oof. the investigation front, um, does Jacob know? I just have to go back for a second, yeah. just because it just popped into my head mm. about how much comfort Jacob must take in that the person watching after his daughter is one of his best friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he knows that Ham is not going to treat Sam any differently, but uh-huh. there is some comfort factor that well, I think knows, that Jacob yeah. takes. Well, he, he, he can trust that he's competent enough. Exactly. Because a man like... He knows the uh, if we're gonna go back to honor, he knows the honor. Well, and that a man Hammond like has. Jacob doesn't trust just anybody no. with anything. You know what I mean? It's it's but he trusts his best friend enough. It's kind of like I know that Stormy is a very difficult dog to watch. Yes, and he's a very difficult dog to take for walks. Very strong, but it's like I trust my best friends to be able to handle it. Yes, like and you no know, one can handle it as well as I can. And you also but I trust know them to do which it well. of your friends, yeah, can walk a Stormy, yeah. and which can't. Yeah. Whereas Kaylee's like, as it's long as she knows yeah. she likes to chase cars, you're fine. Yeah, it's the same idea, but it's like, look, I can. I, there's certain people that I'm like, no, let me handle this. Yes. Where there's other people who are like, yes. We're in the middle of a major D&D. Please just walk yeah, them just to go pee just and take just wear my back. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Gotta go bite. Yeah. Okay. So, on the investigation front, mm-hmm. Hammond's like, do you know of any Toker operatives in Omicron's ranks? Yeah. And he's like, Jacob's like, yeah, no. The Chafal must have been mistaken because I would know. If there's uh, someone there. What would you? <sighs> Oof. So, Mazel then comes back from checking at the beta site for his people. None of his people have returned there. Mm-hmm. And they were on a mission to recruit rebels from Omicron's ranks, uh-huh. his army. And apparently there's an attack on Anubis while they were out. Thousands of Jaffa were killed. Damn. And he mentions again the Tokra spy. And Jacob interrupts going, no, there's no spy in his ranks. I would know about it. But... Hammond's like, but would you... But do you know things? Yeah. So back with Sam, she's struggling through the trees, and she comes to rest um, against one of them, sliding down to sit, and for some reason takes the pressure off her tourniquet, which I'm like, Uh, isn't that a major not thing to do? Yes. Like, don't... There's a reason you put a tourniquet on. But here's the thing. I wonder how bad the pain level's getting. If that thing's throbbing and swelling... And she's like, just for a second, I got to release some pressure. But again, wouldn't Sam know enough that that's just not a thing that you do? I, maybe it's just to show how dire and how much pain maybe. she's actually in. Yeah, because guys, if you put a tourniquet on, don't ever take it off. It's, it's, it's like, I think, um, it's like in a in a bigger scale when you're like I know I shouldn't itch this thing that's itchy but I just for a second Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> just for a second I just need to itch it for just a second. I just need to itch this mosquito bite for one second. Yeah. I don't know if guys I I get really bad mosquito bites. <laughs> if you don't itch it it's like better. giant mosquito bites that I have without knowing scratched into uh-huh. open wounds. Yeah. Not good. It's like, it's not the right thing to do, but sometimes it just oh, fucking it feels, feels so good. good. Yeah. The difference is that when you scratch a mosquito bite, you're not you're at not risk of losing your leg. Yeah, it's fair. Oh, that's gangrene for sure. Uh-huh. So the predator sees blood on Oof. tree, on some branches, and then sees a blood. It's a lot of blood on the ground and follows it to a figure sitting against a tree. This part. You were losing your shit. I was going to, a little you bit. You were screaming at the TV. And I was like, oh my God, Sam. Oh my God, Sam. Get the fuck out. You're like, stand up, Sam. But no. It is it's some not a Sam. poor other SGC dude who's been dead for a bit. They do this a couple times in this episode. And, and I think it's to remind us how many people were killed in this yeah. blast. Yeah. Because we do see a couple of, like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck. This is a shitty situation. And thankfully, Sam then gets up, he gets the willies, and goes. Yeah. 
Ah. So I'm gonna call him Dalek. <laughs> yeah. It's like Dalek, but it's Dalek. Yeah, it is Dalek. Uh, has been, it's time for him to be questioned by Hammond. He also doesn't know why the fuck he's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jaffa basically admitted that they did it. Yeah. Hammond's like, not, I mean, not so fast. <laughs> they said a Tok'ra was also captured. Uh-huh. Huh. Dalek's like, yeah, there was no Tok'ra there. He's- the Jaffa intelligence is really bullshit anyway. Dalek is a shithead. He's so shitty. And also his whole, I'm unable to discuss matters, that means you're lying. He's basically like uh, the, 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 the Tok'ra equivalent of Colonel Asshat. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, he's so bad at this part too. Everyone well, knows he's lying? Here's, well, here's the thing. I think that's almost what makes him douchier. He's like, I'm gonna tell you by not telling you, yeah. which makes him even more of a piece of shit. He's like, I listen. I know I'm lying. You yeah. know I'm lying. But I I'm know you know lying I'm lying to you because I'm a I'm dick. Going to deny it at all accounts. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about this. Guy. He um and and when Hammond like basically asks him outright, he basically pleads the fifth. <sighs> He tries to politics his way out of an answer. Yep. Hammond's like, well, we have an alliance. Mm-hmm. Dalek gives no shits about it. No. Because to him, the Tal'ri have only used the Tok'ra when it's convenient for the Tal'ri. I mean, fine. He's not It's wrong. just the amount of, like, disdain that he yes. holds that pisses me off. Uh, they keep their own knowledge. It's like, like, you guys don't share all the ships you're building. Right. Right. True. Trust works both ways. He says, he goes, you just keep doing all the shit that you keep doing, thinking that it affects no one. Uh Uh-huh. Like, but we have to share all of our knowledge with you. Yeah. Is his point of view. Yep. Um, Hammond's like, look, that's all well and good, but how many Tok'ra are you missing from the Alpha site? Right. Five? Must be nice. I'm missing 64. Yeah. So fuck off a lot. Um, he's Hammond f- is fierce. He's furious, and he's like, "I'm going to figure this out with or without you." Yeah, I, I just keep imagining. Imagine if somebody like hurt one of his granddaughters. <sighs> like, imagine if some kid. That's broke when up you with get the call. What is it? The call from from was it Taken? Yeah, he's like I'm a man of many skills. Well, it's like imagine the poor kid that like ditches his, and not that poor because fuck you for doing this. Yeah, but imagine the kid who ditches his granddaughter for prom. <laughs> Like, that kid is about to get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll never know, he'll never know who yeah. did it. Yeah, it's just going to be bad times. And it's like, he's going to use all the legitimate routes available. Yeah. Like, including parents and uh-huh. teachers and uh-huh. things, but it's like, you're going to feel this one. Yeah. You're going to feel this, because you don't hurt and the you, things But anymore. here's the thing, Hammond's going to do it in a great way, mm-hmm. where he's never... He's not going to know why all these shitty things happen to him at once. Uh-huh. He's just going to know shit rained down from him from above. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> why? Why is my life so awful? Yeah. Hammond is is just, let's just say he's a man you don't want to get just don't pissed cross at you. Just don't, don't cross, cross him. Hammond. He's never going to yell. No. He's never going to yell. Those people are always the scarier ones. That makes it even scarier. Mm-hmm. So Stamps... There's a friend we have at work who's also like a boss. Yeah. Um... I go, if you've pissed off this person, you've done fucked up. Yes. Because she doesn't piss off easily. And I will I will happily say I've never been on the receiving yeah, end I never of her be. pissed offness. I never want to be. I have witnessed it. Uh-huh. And that's why I'm like, never, yep. never go there. 
So Sam, Sam stops for some water at the same watering hole that we saw some Unas in the yeah. gold scene. That's an interesting lake there. A interesting lake you got there, ago. Sam. Uh, and the Predator shows up. Yikes. So Jacob goes to visit Dalek. Mm-hmm. So about this possible spy in Omicron's ranks, <sighs> that... I mean, that couldn't be because it couldn't have happened without the High Council's approval. And I'm on the High Council, so therefore... And he's like, yeah, you should probably have that conversation with the High Council and not with me. (sighs) And Jacob Jacob is pissed. He he basically goes into, do you know who I am mode? And Dalek's like, I'm pretty sure I'm just talking to some human host. It's just the amount of self-satisfied that Dalek has that Mm -hmm. pisses me off. Mm -hmm. It's just like, fuck you and your smug face. So Selmec comes out. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, bitch, I was a Tok'ra leader before you even had a host. Yeah. Don't cross me. Yeah. And Dalek brings up a really interesting point to consider. Mm Mm-hmm. For all his shittiness, it is a very interesting point. He goes, the Tal'ri are unlike any humans in the galaxy. Because we have not been ground down by thousands of years of slavery. Right. Right. Which can be valuable assets, but also can be highly dangerous. True. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, it makes you a wild card. But I'm just, it's one of those where if you're going to try to put yourself in in his position, in the Tokra's position, Uh of having a host that, like Jacob, Uh who is going to be as strong of an influence as any host you could possibly get. Yeah. Because here's the thing. For all the thing about Tok'ra talking about how they are a perfect blend of they're, the yeah. host and the symbiote, they're not. No. They're not. Yeah. All they have is a is a host that is willing to help out. Right. The Tok'ra are not equal parties. But no, Jacob and Selmac are. I don't think there's any type of symbiotes that can be, with the exceptions of, like, I guess, a, like, as a race, I feel yes. like the symbiotes just, it's not in their nature. It's not. Um, but, yeah, but Jacob is strong enough to be like, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm Jacob and Selmac, I think, are equal parts, which yeah. is why I think the Tok'ra High Council is more threatened. Yes, Because absolutely. they don't have... They're not just dealing with Selmac. They're dealing with Jacob as well. Yep. And they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, as much as they talk the talk about being equal and they're being not. good with the, with, the, with the host, they're not. Because yeah. here's the thing. That's, he wouldn't have a problem with talking with the human host, quote unquote, if it was. Right. right. It's not just Selmac. Oh, yeah. It's shitty. So it sounds like there are also others on the Tok'ra High Council who think Jacob is having too much influence over Selmac and mm-hmm. questioning his loyalties. Which again goes back to the whole thing I just talked about. So they yep. sent a spy without Selmac's knowledge, since if he knew, he would have told Hammond. So, but that's also why he wasn't informed. Yep, yep. Jeez. And Jacob does, for his credit, go straight to Hammond. Right. That the Tok'ra spy is missing. Uh-huh. Um, but we do learn that the Tok'ra are, have basically... They will take their own lives over being captured. And they take their own lives in a way that damages their brain so much that they can't be revived by a sarcophagus. Damn. Yeah. I wonder what that looks like. So, Except I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> brain soup. Yeah. Uh, so we we may never know who the source of this leak was. Yeah. And Jacob has helped up as much as he can, but he needs to go back uh-huh. and keep searching at the Alpha site. Yeah. 
He's out of the loop at the Tok'ra. There's nothing really more he can do here. His emotions are getting in the way. He's got to go back to getting shit done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is ironic since if he was emotional, he would have said, fuck all this and just gone straight to the planet to look for Sam. Yep. Yep. Ah. So Hammond's like, look, I could actually still use your help because the beta site is getting real bad. The infighting between the Jaffa and the Tok'ra are getting so tested and so much that if things don't calm down, he has to order both sides out of the beta site. Yeah. It's getting tough. It's these things are coming to a head. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of stress on the Tok'ra and the Jaffa. So far, we've heard basically the confession of the things that are causing resentment with the Jaffa Mm -hmm. and shortly we will hear the same from the Tok'ra. Yeah. We we understand where all this animosity is coming from and it's sounding like a divorce is forthcoming. Exactly. So Sam is hiding under some bushes hidden very well when Mm -hmm. she sees a UAV in the sky and uses her watch to MacGyver some reflections up it's so direction. it took me a while to remember what this reminded me of. And all I remembered was when Sam was hidden there, mm-hmm. it reminded me of something really sad. And I couldn't quite place it why yeah. it made me so sad. And now I remember it just literally just came to me. It's from the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. When PETA is hidden yep. with his baker's yep. skill set hands, he is able to hide himself. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminded me of. And I was like, I'm so sad for Sam and I don't know why. And then I'm like, oh, she's so cool. She used her watch to do the thing. She did. Yeah. Uh, And suddenly that UAV is shut down and Sam hides again because she sees the predator. She's like, that's a nope. That's a nope. By the way, this happened at (laughs) 2.57. Yeah, that's right. You can see the watch. Uh, My only qualm with that is, is that her watch would be set to military time. So unless... Was her watch digital? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. That. Here's my only thought is that somehow it is it is like two it's like three o'clock in the morning for her time. Maybe it's earth time. It's yeah. earth it's still set to earth time. Yeah. But it's not that on the planet. Right. That's right. my that's my I way like of that. accepting that. Fair. Um so Jack gets radio that the UAV went down and Jack and Teal'c go and head that direction. Mm-hmm. So Mizelle and Jacob meet. Yes. It doesn't go well. We get a new feat. We've been talking about it without giving it a name. It's Tok'ra arrogance. Yes. Which is very different than gold arrogance. Yep. Yep. For a beat, Mazel is almost... The Jaffa aren't doing anything wrong. They're just not backing down from the Tok'ra now. Yep. Just accurate. There's just been a lot of... This was a... What's the word? Is it tenuous? A tenuous relationship. From the beginning. And everybody was kind of like not talking Egg about shells. the elephants in the room. Yeah. No, not talking about it. Not talking about it. Walking on the eggshells. And now everybody's like, here's all my feelings. And yep. fuck all if you think something bad about them. Yeah. Selmak comes up for this one. He's uh-huh. like, you know Tritonin. Right. You know how it's going to free oh, the Oh, this whole song and dance again. <laughs> but did you know that millions of Tok'ra symbiotes died uh, for that nah, Tritonin? Nah, blah, blah. And that our own Queen Nigeria died for that Tritonin. Again, the story about your Queen Nigeria and how she died a martyr to save all the things in the mate. Okay. To be fair, Mizelle didn't know that. No, it's true. Yeah, um, it's true. And he's like That's fighting. just me being a dick. <laughs> Sorry. Fighting together... We've killed more system lords in seven years than in the previous 700 years. Yeah. It's just the sacrifice seems too much for both sides. Yes. And both sides have a lot of their own shit to work out. And the sacrifices, I think, are very different, as we'll get to. Yes. Um, but uh, together we strong, divided we fall. Uh-huh. Um, and this is all well and good, Mazal says. 
he's down for all this kumbaya shit. Uh-huh. But Jacob doesn't speak for all the Tok'ra. That's true. And until all the Tok'ra feel that way, reconciliation is not happening. Yep. He's like, I can work with you. You're rational. You're cool. Fuck everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. So on the planet, Sam reaches the UAV and starts to MacGyver. Uh, She sees at least one missile is still there, which is perfect. And she lines it up the way she wants. So I will share something. Recently, in one of my classes, we had to identify and define what our core values are. Uh One of mine is resourcefulness. And Sam, this entire episode is just a lesson in like... There is always something you can do. Always. There is always something you can do. Yes. I fucking love it. It's yeah. one of the reasons I love D&D. Because it's like, I'm out of spells. I'm out of heals. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I'm going to fucking throw my... I think one time we threw, like, sand yeah. at something. Uh-huh. <laughs> that Listen, was in- uh, Mage Hand is always a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. You can always do something with Mage Hand. It's just like, it's one of, It's basically damn. the first lesson I learned about uh-huh. using spells. Yeah. That you can always do something with Mage Hand. It's just... And I just love this. There's something about resourcefulness to me that's just like... Because resourcefulness is, is you don't lose hope. Yeah. That's what it ultimately comes back to. You never, you never like throw your hands up yes. in exasperation. You don't give up. Yeah. Never you give never up. Surrender. Never surrender. Never <laughs> surrender. Okay. And we're good. So Hammond now brings all sides together in the briefing room and it goes nowhere. All sides blame each other. Yeah. Both sides not willing to rely this on This relationship's done. It's done. There's no salvaging it. Yeah. Um, Dalek points out, so again... We hate him, but this is a second point to think about. Then the past few years, more Tok'ra have been killed working with the Tauri than Tok'ra have died in the past hundred years. Yep. And they cannot rebuild. And they can't make more Tok'ra. Because remember our queen Ejeria. Our queen Ejeria died. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, there's just, this relationship is dead already. Yeah. And the Tauri are not helping it because... Nobody thinks that well of the Tari right now either. No, yeah. Because the Tokra, the Tokra to the point where, like, as good as this relationship is, we literally don't know if we can afford to be in this relationship yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So the Predator walks to the exact location that Sam needs him to stand in uh-huh. conveniently. Yep. So she hits him with the missile. It's pretty right. awesome. Yes. And it gives us some D&D ideas. I do love that part. Yeah. So Sam sits down and just breathes. Uh-huh. Um, but then, like, a horror film... One single hand comes up from this the rubble. This is the best part. And I think I think I told you while we were watching the first time around. It reminds you when you're little and you get buried in the sand. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, now I get to come out of the sand! Monster! Yeah. Best. Best part. So Teal'c and Jack arrive at the nick of time <coughs> start firing back. Yep. Teal'c with his, like, fucking grenade launcher or something. Yep. Uh, Sam takes a distraction to hide. Jack I fires his, his fancy gun. It doesn't even slow him down. He, he hides next to Sam, who gives him the new power unit, and it works. Thank goodness. He goes down. He throws the gun to Teal'c to make sure he's dead, and Sam is like, is it done? Okay. Oh, God. This I'm part. really injured, and I'm really tired. I'm, get, I'm tired now. And I yeah. can't, I'm not going to get up right now. This is the second time we see Sam go through something like this, where she's like, okay, I've pushed as hard as I can uh-huh. push now. The amount of vulnerability she shares here is like, and, oh, it's just And beautiful. Jack sits down with her. Yeah. And puts his arm around her, and it's fucking adorable. Yeah, because she's like, Sam need nap now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And the wide shot 
of that, and then you have Teal'c. It was like, I'm going to stand guard over this dead thing. Is it dead? I'm just going to make sure it's dead. I'm going to keep watching it. Jeez. So, sometime later, uh, after Sam is back, the conversation continues in the briefing room, Mm -hmm. and not in a positive way. The alliance is done. Yeah. The Tok'ra are leaving the beta site. Sometimes you just can't reconcile. No. And I think, at least here... I can't say they're leaving on positive terms, but they're at least leaving on we're not killing each other no, terms. No, yeah, they're not enemies. And I think it's important that they understand. Yeah. It's it's like those divorces where it's like, we don't hate each other. No. We're just not meant to be together. Exactly. Yeah. We just don't love each other in, in that, that way, way anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can't live together. It's just not working. We're going to be happier apart. Yeah. But, you know, we'll still get together for lunch. Yep. Yeah. And the kids are going to be fine. Yeah. We'll remind them that we both love them. Yeah. So... Since for the Tok'ra to stay, the Earth would want them full disclosure on covert operations. And it just ain't happening. And they're not they're not doing that. Yeah. Um, and Mizel says that Jafar are also going to leave, not because of the Tok'ra or anything, and not because of any ill will with the yeah. Tari, but the fact that um, this is a Tari base, and therefore it would have to, the Tari would dictate the terms. Yeah. And the, the Jafar right now have to be their own masters. Right. They've been... They've been at somebody else's will yes. for too long. And that's really, that's what they need to learn to do. They need, mm-hmm. they need this opportunity to grow and do that. And Hammond's like, look, we're not, we're not trying to tell you what to do. We just need to coordinate efforts. Right. And, and Mazel's like, I get that. But at the same time, we're still learning what it is to be free. Yeah. And so we have to make it's our own really bases. It's a really tough choice. It's a really tough choice. We have to make our own bases. We have Shit. to train our own leaders. We have to build our own communities. And we have to do that on our own. Because so, we yeah. have to make the mistakes that you would make when doing that. And this is, again, if we're using the analogy of relationships, this is the I don't want to break up. I just need some space yes. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need some space. Oh, God, those are hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we have to figure out all that before we can be equals in an alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think there is also an argument to, um, leaving a couple liaisons on base. Or, or making an effort to say, hey, let's, let's check in with each other. Exactly. Something like that. And I think that's the hardest part because... When you want to pull away, you just want to pull away. Yeah. You're like, I can't think about that right now. Exactly. You just have to trust trust that I'm going to come back and talk to you. Yeah. Um, because I do think there is benefit of, of being like, look, we want you to set up all these things. But we also, in the process of you setting it up, we want to let you know that if you need supplies, right. we can supply those. Yeah. If you need food, we can help you do that. If yeah. you need weapons, we can help you do that. Because the, you can still have an alliance with someone. Mm-hmm. Without, like, relying on them. There is still, yeah. you can have a give and take reliance and, uh, with someone. Yeah, but I think that the Jaffa need to learn what that means to them. But I do think, I do think that in in the way that this situation is left, I think the, the Tauri Earth yeah. is still closer to the Jaffa than oh, they are yeah. to the Tok'ra. Well, that's the thing is the Tok'ra never let anyone in. No. And yeah. I think the Jaffa are like, look, we still want to work together. We just... We just need to, we need some space. Yeah. We need to check in a little less often. Yeah. We need to figure this out for We need to go away bit. to college. And find out who we are and what we want to be we when we We need to take up. our Earth Prey Love tour. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go get our groove back. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that means. But yeah, there's there's just, they they went from a master 
to this very close alliance that almost felt master like they they've yet to find their identity well i think it was the way that i see it it wasn't necessarily a a master relationship to me what i feel if well, you no, wanna, that's what they had with well, the gold yeah with the gold but if you want to turn it into sort of relationship terms the way that the Tauri, the way that Earth, I think, was almost helicopter parent. Yes. You yeah. know? Hey, let us help you do this. Yeah. Hey, here's the way we do this. It's like, I know you can help me, and I know that you have ways at work, but yeah. I need to find my And that's what they're doing. Like, we can't do things yeah. the way that Earth does it. We yeah. can't organize the way that Earth does. That's We're true. not that. We are Klingons. We can't work the way the Federation does. Fair. Fair. But However, we can have Worf... Join the Federation. And, and yeah, and share the ways and mm-hmm. get perspectives. Ah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. so tough. Anyway. Um, so Daniel is pissed at all this. Of course He's he like, is. look, my friend almost died getting helping to get a weapon that can stop the Predators. And the moment that we can use that to make a difference, everyone wants to walk fucking away. Well, that's the thing is Daniel's like, can we just hurry up and be over this and yeah. get through it already? But it's like, you can't. You need time. And I, again... And I, I get where he's coming from. But I also still think that, you know, if if the Tauri, if they can work and make a plan, I think the, the Jaffa might be more willing to be like, yeah, we can do that plan with you yeah. than the Tok'ra would right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, this is just how it has to be it's right now. It's like, remember the time in Gilmore Girls where Luke tells Lorelai that he needs some space? Yes. And she just can't seem to fucking give him space? Yeah. All she needed to do was give him that space, yeah. but she never backed off. It was like off. a week. Just give him a week. And she never did, and she didn't back off, and so she broke it. And yeah. that's where Daniel's coming. Daniel is our Lorelai. Uh-huh. He's made of seals. Like, he just can't back off, and it's like, you just gotta back off for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah. So This is like a three-way breakup. It's yeah, so hard. That's why this episode feels heavy. Yeah. And in the infirmary later, just to bring more heaviness onto this, yeah. Jacob visits Sam. And he, he tells her that he may not be able to come around a ton for a while. Oh, the details are important. Yeah. But he needs to head back and he needs to mend some toker fences. Yeah. I will be back eventually. Yep. And Sam's like, I'm going to miss you. I love you. And Jacob's going to miss her. And then we fade out with no one happy at the end of this episode. No, it's the parting of the ways. If we're back on the Harry Potter lines. Yeah. It's the parting of the ways. No one is happy at this episode. Even though we have a common enemy, our yeah. approaches are not the same. And they, we just can't reconcile them. They, they can't. It, it, Fuck. Yeah. I don't know what the third... We have oil and, and, and water and something else that and, doesn't work with everything. Yeah. Vinegar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Done. They just... None of these three parties, they go about solving solutions in such different ways that even... You know, I do think it's set up the way that the story goes, the way you build story, that the Tauri are the bridge gap between the two different styles. But it's it's just It's not, not enough. enough. Yeah. It's not enough. God, this episode's heavy. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to finish this drink, except not, because I know we're about to watch something else. We are about to watch Heroes. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not worried. We have a cuddle puppy here. I'm not worried. I'm fine. We're going to cuddle this puppy. Everything is fine. While we watch Heroes. I'm already dreading having to go home and do homework after this, but it's going to be okay. I think I'm going to go home and have a nap and then do homework. Yeah. So Guys, does this go on? We have. No. Do we have one indeed? We do have one indeed. 
I think we have one indeed. We do. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Um, what number did I just put on there? It's it's okay, 35. 35. Uh, so is this, this episode does not go in my top five. I will say that. No, it's, it's a really heavy episode and it's very much about these relationships. But again, everything right now, and now that I know that this is a big deal, we're yeah. getting to a two-parter, everything seems to be building to something bigger. So I'm saving my space. And to me, as much as I like this episode and I like sort of the, what, the outcome, and I like sort of the fact that we have this episode where not everything is resolved at the end. Mm-hmm. I just had some problems sort of for the storyline of how we went about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I still don't know why Sam had to be on the planet in the first place. I do think that this will be an episode I rewatch when I'm feeling hopeless. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, I the get way that. these relationships break apart, but well, just the watching Sam as inspiration. But it's also important to know that. Not every solution needs a quote-unquote positive outcome. Right. You just got to move through it. Not everything can... You don't need to solve everything with a happy ending. Sometimes things going what might seem badly is the best outcome. Because at least it's an outcome and then you can move forward. Well, it's this thing where... um, I always think of the runners. I think it's the Raramuri who can run their long-distance runners from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so I think... We are built to endure. Yes. Not to win. No. Not to always, we're not always going to be happy and that's okay. We're built to endure and you just got to keep moving. And I'm going to butcher the quote because I can't even tell you who said it. Okay. But it's the concept of you don't learn by winning. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's important to fail and fail quickly. Like that's how you, you learn by failing. You don't yeah. learn by winning. Nope. Yeah. So, anyways... On that happy note. On that super happy note, we're going to watch Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 appropriate. It's yeah. necessary. Sometimes we're here. Whoa, everybody take a deep breath. <sighs> and on to the next one. Alrighty. Uh, for now. Yes. Find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Uh, email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Uh, Rate us, like, or review us on Apple Podcasts. Yep. And share whatever you like on Facebook. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.